Welcome back again to another episode of Friends of Black People. I am one half of your gracious host, Jason. What's going on, everybody? I am the second half. My name is James. That was very formal. So, (laughs) (laughs) every week we're brought to you by Vert Inc., the middle class high life experience. Catch them every first Thursday at Alchemy of Art. Uh, It's a new art installation every month. And more importantly, well, I should say more important, the artist's work is also important. But also, have a pop up shot every week for clothes, hats, all types of stuff. So go now and check them out. But it brings us to the beginning. Oh, so if you get this, July 23rd, it's the second Yes and Theory hip hop improv show. If you missed the first one, it's cool. Come back again. July 23rd. Come down, chill out, relax, laugh, have a great time at the Alchemy of Art, July 23rd. So, James. Yes, sir. What's happening, man? What's going on, bro? Ask you up off the top. What were you doing in November 1994? November 94? Um. My fat ass was getting ready for Thanksgiving, dog, because that's all I cared about in 94. Being 12 years old, yeah, I was fat as fuck. That's all I wanted was Thanksgiving. Well, if you were getting ready for Thanksgiving on the 3rd of November, you may have had a problem. Yeah, I did. I did. I was obese. So, I mean, that, that yeah, that's not too far off, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hope you're being very upfront about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, sure. I, gotta, I gotta let the people know, man. I gotta be honest about my, my shit. I, I mean... I, I think I was out of there by 94, but I wore husky pants. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wore husky pants. That's Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, so, that's when this episode of Friends came out. Now, although this seems to be a running theme, but believe it or not, Boys to Men was still number one on Billboard with I'll Make Love to You. Is if you expected any less. Yeah, um... 94 for you, uh, but stop, let's start beating around the bush, let's get to the episode of Friends, this is the blackout episode, I don't know how many blackouts happened in New York, uh, can't say that I've been been in a blackout in a long time, uh, has there been a blackout around here recently? Uh, recently, no, I think the last time we really had a show enough blackout was probably, sheesh, I mean like a heavy, heavy blackout was probably like, Three, four years ago, maybe. Last blackout I remember was at Bowie State University. Oh shit! And where the first thing I thought to do was to raid the school store. But anyway, hey man, notebooks and all that shit for free is better than nothing. I, I wish I was doing it for notebooks. End up getting some whatchamacallits. Like the candy bar for real? Yes. Like literally the candy no, bar. No, because well, there's a tangent to start off with, but soon soon life's went out, I was on it. But the dude that was around wasn't. Now I want you to be the only dude that went over there. So then I was kind of, I was hurt actually because I knew I was I was missing out. And it was so dark that like I couldn't even see the store. So I couldn't see if other people was making that move. But oh. then I saw my man who, I lied to you now, he was coming down the stairs putting his scully on his head. And I was like, yo, he, well, you weren't saying you were already back then, but that was the sentiment. He was like, let's do it. By the time, by the time, by the time we got over there, dudes have ransacked it already. So, <laughs> so, I, so, just I guess in a, I was gonna get some out of that. 
Right. So I got a box of whatchamacallits. But <laughs> enough about me. <laughs> hey man, it was college, I was broke. Hey, we ain't judging, bro. We understand. Those those who are the same age around the same age as us, you know. Y'all already yeah. know, so let's hope so. I'll just say the statute of limitations have passed. Yes. If that even makes any sense in this uh, instance. But <laughs> Blackout starts out the scene, starts out in the coffee shop, as usual. Uh, Phoebe's about to sing a song. Lights go out. She's like, oh, she's done. Good night. Um, Hilarious. And you see Chandler is in ATM by best of you. Lights goes out. He gets stuck in there with a model. Right. Hell yeah. So that's, I guess, the the way they set up the whole episode. It's going to be a, a them dealing with a blackout. But oh, oh but the strangest thing, now I guess it happened a few episodes ago, is I saw part of this episode. So I can remember the whole time saying, well, I didn't know the name was Chandler in the show. Getting very frustrated at his lack of action in that situation. But we'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later in the show. Um... Yeah, so, like he said, okay, while Chandler is stuck at the ATM with this model, uh, she wasn't that bad looking, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, um, She was all right. I mean, yo, I guess, I mean, I don't know what the standards are for whatever, hey, for whoever. That but, was, that was <laughs> standard 94. Uh. Yeah, I guess, you know, 94, it's prototype, prototypical. Um, He could have shot a shot for whatever, but that's Chandler. Anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that. Should have shot it. Exactly. But, but, well, okay, so, of course, going back to Margo's Mar- apartment. And it's this running joke of them looking at this creepy naked guy out the window. Oh, yeah. That naked guy. Yeah, but if you're always staring at him, is he really the creepy one? Oh, no. Fuck no. Hell no. That, like, that's what I don't... I don't understand that, but... Excuse me. But I'm not, I don't know, uh, 20-something living in New York in 94. Maybe things are different. But, yeah, so... In in your lifetime, how many people have you stared out through your window constantly see what they're doing? Oh, man, dog. The only time really, okay, growing up, you know, living in my parents' house, I really didn't, I had a window in my room, but I, I look out and I just feel like my neighbor's, like, wall, my neighbor's brick wall, so I ain't looking at shit. Um, college, though, college was kind of lit because, uh, you know, a whole bunch of other shit that I could be looking at, but... That's besides the point. We ain't going. We ain't going to. I'm not going to hit you with the college tales. But um, yeah, in New York, I guess the possibilities are endless. I mean, your neighbor is like a hundred and something feet, some odd feet from across from you, and yeah, you could see whatever. Like in this case, a naked guy who's apparently yeah. constantly naked in his apartment. But yeah. yeah, but you always catch him and complain. Yeah. Well, then, it, and this one comes back to Chandler and. In the ATM, and uh, don't know what to say. And then the woman has a cell phone because in '94, I guess Chandler didn't have one, <laughs> so he's passing the phone. And then why is on the phone talking? He tries to tell them what's going on in the uh, ATM, and what he like tries to say it to Monica, tries to mumble it, and they get Joey on the phone to mumble it, and it's like a, but it's like dog, you can talk to Joey. After the fact, shoot your shot now, and then tell your friend the story. Thank you, thank you. This is what I was saying the whole time while I was watching the show. I'm like, dog. I mean, you can hit them up and be like, look, everything's fine. I'm okay. 
at the ATM, be good, it's locked. Um, I'll just hit you up later. And then try yeah. to just talk to her. Something. Something. Stop being a fucking creep and just, just looking at it while your thoughts are in your head running wild. It's like, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm the gift of gab in all situations. But it's like, you have the perfect icebreaker. Like, you're stuck in the ATM. Like, you might as well just shoot your shot in it. And if you don't, you can laugh at yourself the whole time while you're in there with her. Right? Exactly. So, then he comes back to Marga's apartment where they're talking about the weirdest place they bone. Uh, which, now, I'm not sure if everyone had this conversation. Well, I guess it's not too weird to have that conversation, but it just seems so, uh, so staged. Uh, it didn't really seem that, uh, organic to me. Fuck no. That shit didn't seem genuine at all, man. Yeah. I mean, although, I mean, I guess you are, if you in an apartment doing a blackout, things like that happen, and... Then I guess this, this one it comes out that uh, the weirdest place Rachel had sex was at the foot of the bed. So I guess for the indicate how lame her boyfriend's have been. Foot, hey the foot of the fucking bed. You know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shut the fuck up. This 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 is not the show to talk about that. But anyway, I'm sorry, oh, bro. Proceed. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you you let it be known that she's not happy about that. <laughs> the foot of the bed. That's not yeah. the weirdest. That's the weirdest place. But okay. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then Ross goes on this passion is overrated tirade or whatever. And at this point, I mean, I guess the theme to this episode to me is shoot your shot. Thank you. Because Chandler, Chandler ain't shooting heads. Ross ain't shooting heads. Just go ahead and shoot your shot, which brings us to Joey. And Joey basically says to Ross, you're messing up. You're not shooting your shot. And then this brings in the friend zone conversation. Now, I'm not sure if this is where, I guess, pop culture credits the friend zone with uh, its creation or whatever. But Joey brings up the friend zone. Now, in recent years, the friend zone has gotten a bad rap. And in some instances, it definitely may, may not apply. Like, if you're only talking to someone to have sex with them and that doesn't happen, you're never that friend. But... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 but the concept of unrequited love has always been around. Yeah, I mean, if you're feeling somebody and they feeling you back, and then they don't want to be your friend, I mean, it can be rough for anybody. Now, this might I might sound a little, a little too passionate about this, but <laughs> I'm just saying it's a real thing. It can happen to people. And Ross is a prime example. Prime. Ross is really digging Rachel. Did I just say that? Did I just say Ross is really digging Rachel? Yeah, you said I, digging. I just said that in a sentence. There's no judgment here, man. It's judgment uh, free, bro. Well, I'm it's... judging myself on on that note. Oh, damn. Uh, but anyway, this this all comes back to uh, Joey's right. Ross, shoot the shot. Comes back to Chandler, who's like an ATM. Not saying nothing. So, James, at this point in time, just out of boredom, you would have at least gotten in a three-point position to, get, to prepare to shoot your shot. Dog, at this point, I'm stuck in an ATM with, you know, at least it, not even a supermodel, just a woman who I find attractive, you know, 
any I would alright okay you're right no lie I'll probably get in three point position to shoot my shot but yeah. I, would, I would I would ask other questions to to at least yeah. make sure that she is okay yeah. like look some ice break or something yes he's like, something did you call your family let them know they're good you know you're good or you need anything I mean I really can't do a whole lot right there in the ATM but I mean hey just trying to make some conversation at, at least something if you don't want to talk that's fine but I'm not going to leave out of there with, with without saying you know at least I tried like dang I mean, and, and as opposed to just sitting there, as yeah. opposed to sitting there and looking like some fucking creep, just just, exactly. sit, just sitting there thinking in my yeah. head, we hear her thought, we hear his thoughts and going like, you know, whatever. But I mean, this is Chandler we talk about here, people. I mean, he's a, he's a different kind of guy. Whatever. But yeah, I may so. not be, I may not be Steph Curry with the three, but God damn it. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I'm gonna try. Hey, hey man, you mess every shot you don't take. So <laughs> come back. The, the Joy trying to still get Ross to, to make the move. Then Monica tries to try to go on the balcony, and then instead of Joey just being like, "Yo, your brother trying trying to do his thing," makes up some lie about making a plan for her birthday or some foolishness. This motherfucker. Okay. I don't want to deviate from the conversation that we oh, are having, go, go but for it. Joey has a problem of just making up random shit as opposed to just being like, look, this is what's about to happen. This is what's going to happen. This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. This nigga would just come up with, the, he would pull the wild lie out of his ass. Like, yo, plan for a birthday party or like we talked about before. Like, hey, you know, I'm going on this date with this girl and she's bringing her brother. You should come too. Like, why the fuck does Joey have to lie about this shit? Just be like, yo, this is what it is. I'm going to need you to just run, you know, play your position real quick. Boom. I'm just, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was, makes perfect sense. But that, which brings us back to Ross outside, BSing, catch up on the shoulder, mess up everything. Then I guess you go, you go into them like singing a song so, so, that, so they don't see the cat. Marlon Ross's neck because it's so funny. I think the more of the story should be if Ross was when I was there made his move, you know, could have avoided getting attacked by a cat, but he didn't. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like low key the cat was cock blocking, but it's funny that a pussy landed on his shoulder while he was shooting his shot too. Anyway, okay. All right. Well, that. Back to you, Jason. <laughs> I'm still here. We'll, we'll, we go right back to the channel. Still not making his move. Get a piece of gum. Some gum is perfection. Cause whatever, Chandler. Anyway, come back to uh Mong's apartment. Now, I guess Rachel and Phoebe felt felt as though they had to find out where this cat came from. Um, if a cat attacked my friend, I'm good. That cat can stay on that balcony. I'm not going out there. <laughs> not my responsibility. Right. But then, then the dog trying trying to find out what's cat. This is the first open some creepy got some creepy dude's door saying, "Yeah, that's my cat." Whatever, whatever. I didn't understand his play because if he was just trying to use it as the end to talk to Phoebe, or, Phoebe or Rachel, saying the cat was hit. It's it was weird. I guess it would be an easy joke. But then pops up Paolo 
that his name? Yeah. Yeah. So then, of course, the handsome dude finds the it, it really is cat. Rachel on his wheels. Bring him back to the apartment. Off the break. Yo, we locked out. It's a blackout. What's up with you? Come back to the crib. Okay. Um. So now Ross is salty. But yo, if you would have made the move outside, if I mess around, cat, cat wouldn't jump, jump on your shoulder. Rachel ain't trying to find the owner of the cat. So that's on you. Ross. Blow it on yourself, Ross. Blow it on yourself, bro. Now, I'm not sure why I'm so mad at Ross. He's a fictional character. But hey. uh, <laughs> Yeah, so then go, go, we go back. Why am I even still talking about Chandler and ATM? Because Chad's blow a bubble, spits the gum out, piss, put some other gum in his mouth. Like, I don't, at this point in time, I, don't, I really don't care what you're doing with you, like Ross. Uh, I'm sorry, Chandler. Uh, so then it comes back to the apartment. And now at this point in time, every woman, Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica is on Paolo's heels. Don't even speak English. I guess it's some type of uh, language barrier jokes with Ross and Paolo. Because he's trying to like uh, talk him out of talking to Rachel. Yeah, apparently. So apparently Ross felt like he was moving, Paolo was moving in on his territory. He was. What territory that might have been at that point in time, I don't know because Ross ain't do nothing anyway. But, um, yeah, so, you know, Ross is like, you know, I can't let this happen. Joey is like, yo, you fucking up, son. Joey's basically telling that man, like, yo, you fucking up, dog. Because he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. I yeah. mean, I mean, the short of it is he, he was fucking up, but. Well, not was. He he already had. <laughs> but, yeah. then, but, but then, but then. Brings the, ch- the Chandler, who at least at this point in time he like playing a game with like the pen for the bank uh, counter right. with her. Like at least that's something. You don't you're actually interacting with at this point in time. I mean, who knows how long it's been? The power's been out. But anyway, so then go back to the apartment. Last go out. Last come back on. Rachel was making out with Paolo. I guess Ross is super salty at this point, but... Salty as fuck. I mean, it was this. You know what? You didn't shoot your shot. You lost out. On to the next one. But Paul, so Paul comes back on. And so Chandler and... The, I think that it was a Victoria's Secret model. I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Walks out. In the joke of him on the ATM. Can I have a copy of this tape or whatever? Oh, it's so hilarious. Um, I'm not sure why you, you want a tape of you not doing something for presumably hours before you finally interact with her playing with the pen. Right? But I guess that's why this is so funny. Yeah. Hilarious. Only in New York. Only in New York. Like, all that time... Okay. So all that time, you know, once the lights finally came back on, she was able to leave. You could have at least been like, hey, you know what? Look. You know, we were stuck in this, you know, we were stuck during this blackout or whatever, but you know what, you sound like a real cool person, I'm wondering, you know, if I can, you know, my number, call me, whatever, boom. Takes a little bit of the pressure off of you, because you offering your number up, she accepts it, yay, she doesn't, eh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I ain't saying you stuff Curry, but you at least, uh, be on waiters. <laughs> and that motherfucker, <laughs> that motherfucker. You got, you got, I mean, you, hey, you got, so, hey. Throw it out there. Oh, my God. It, it probably won't go in. 
Uh, especially when it counts. <laughs> but hey. Especially if you deal with waiters, it hey, probably won't go in. Hey, but give it a shot. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Friends with Black People. If you say, hey, you know what? I want them to know the strangest place I had sex at. Why you want to do that? I don't know. Or maybe have Sean feels about the friend zone. We don't know. You can email us at fwbppod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at fwbppod. Um, yeah, and if you want to hit me up for some odd reason, <laughs> you can uh, reach me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at cents82. Uh, James? Yeah, if you want to hit me up too, you know, hit me up at uh, JQ since 82. That's the Twitter and the Instagram handle. JQ, the letters, S I N C E 82. Um, fuck it, just let us know. I mean, you know, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta go into graphic detail and we won't put you on blast. We promise we won't. You know, you ain't gotta yeah. leave your name. You just, you just say, hey, this is, you know, leave your email address or whatever. Say, this is the weirdest place, the wildest place, whatever. We just, you know, we go yeah. ahead and talk about it. But, or if in a blackout you happen to find someone who doesn't speak English, but hit it off with them. If that ever happened to anybody in life. So, um, yeah. Well, that's this episode of Friends with Black People. Peace. Peace.